This podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Lettering Quiz. Find out just how much you really know about letters by taking the quiz for free on martinafrod.com slash quiz. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Open Studio. I'm your host, Martina Flor, and in this solo episode, I touch on strategies to showcase your art. Doing great work is at the heart of every creative career and is what most artists and designers invest a fair amount of time in. However, that is just one part of the equation. Putting the work out there and getting noticed by the right people is equally important. In this episode, we will discuss three strategies that you can use to showcase your work, not just for the sake of it, but in a manner and in a place that connects you with dream opportunities and clients. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another solo episode where I discuss on different topics that have to do with the life of an artist and creative. And we not only talk about you know, things that are related with our, to our creative skills and how to develop our craft. But also we touch on topics that have to do with developing a creative business and how do we make a living around our skills. Today, I'd like to touch on strategies to get eyes on your work. On previous episodes, I was talking about strategies and tactics to develop your skills. And if you have... Um, been following my podcast for a while and listen to some other solo episodes, you probably know already that I, I really believe that developing your skills and really getting really good at what you do should be at the core of a creative business. Um, I believe that as, as artists, as creatives, the, the work or our work is the content that we put out there is the tool that we use to create impact in the world. Um, and therefore, um, we should invest a fair amount of time in creating, in just creating great work, which is, which is not as simple as it sounds, but in really getting to a point where we create amazing work um, and invest a lot of time in this. Now, in this, in this episode, I want to touch on another important side of that coin, which is showing that work. Because I know that many of us artists, we, we love creating work and we love getting in the zone and just uh, getting in the flow and produce work because this is what we enjoy doing. We will be doing it anyways, right? Whether there's a, a client assignment or not, we'll be doing this because we like doing it. We, we enjoy doing it, right? Now, there's a very important side to this, which is once you create the work, how do you put it out there in a way that it attracts the opportunities that you are trying to attract or the opportunities that will um, help you um, make a living with your uh, skills, right? And there's a myth among creatives and artists, which is if I build it, they will come. And I've seen and I have worked with many artists that have this approach to their craft. Okay, okay if I do it enough and if I do it good enough, then 
they will notice me. They will notice me at some point. And I actually believe that there's some truth to this, or I believe that there's some great um, intention in this approach, which is if I get really good at what I do, I will stand out in the crowd. And I love it because it means that you want to stand out in the crowd or these artists that have this approach, they want to stand out in the crowd because, um, because of the right reasons, because they are doing great work and they are noticed because they're doing great work. However, this, this approach, to me, it implies a, a certain passive attitude in terms of like, okay, if I, if I do it enough, if I stay sitting at my desk producing more work, um, at some point opportunities will come my way, right? So there is a certain waiting, a certain hope for something to happen. Whereas I really advocate for having a much more proactive attitude towards your work, your life, your business, which is going after the opportunities that you want to create for your business and life. And, you know, going after um, or reaching out to the people you want to connect with, reaching out to the clients you want to connect with. I, I believe that having a proactive attitude gives you a control over the outcome. And having control over the outcome really helps you create or develop confidence, which I think is also a, a very important asset that every artist and creative should develop um, side by side with their, with, their, um, with their craft, right? I always say that the better you get at what you do, the more, um, the more confidence you gain, the more validation you gain, the more uh, recognition you gain and therefore you start building confidence you start seeing results um, results that are um, thanks to your own attitude towards your work right um, so having results uh, seeing you know being in control or, of the outcome really gives you or really helps you build confidence and I think this is a very important asset to have as a creative as an artist now going back to the topic of today's episode which I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it snappy and short like I try to do with the solo episodes and I'm gonna try to do that with this solo episode as well so uh, bear with me because I want to uh, I want to leave you with uh, a couple of strategies that you can start thinking of to start showcasing your work now why showcasing your work is important we were just discussing that doing great work is very important and it's what most of us artists invest most of our time in, right? However, if no one sees it, no one will hire us for it. No one will um, notice us. No one will commission us to create more of it. And therefore, we will not be able to, um, to sustain a livelihood through our skills or through our art, right? Um, if we are here to build a business around our craft, um, we need to show our work. We need to show our work and not just for the sake of showing it because showing our work is really easy. You have a lot of platforms, a lot of places out there to show your work. However, 
you need to also show your work in a manner and in an intentional way that really connects with the opportunities and the people you want to connect with. Which leads me to the second reason why showcasing your work is important. The work in our creative business, the work is the tool, is one of the main tools that help us connect with our potential clients, ideal collaborations, uh, help us start um, our self-initiated projects. Of course, there's other things that have a role in this, right? The, the work is not the only thing that connects us with, um, with opportunities, right? There's also um, certain skills that we need to have, you know, approaching people, um, being proactive in your business. But the work, the work is the, the magnet that help us start the conversation with whoever we want to work with. And we need to showcase it in a way that really connects with that people, that really calls the attention of that people. Just putting work out there doesn't necessarily connect us with opportunities, but putting it in an intentional way in places where people that we really want to connect with will see it in a manner that it will call their attention. This is what we are aiming for uh, with the strategies that we are going to look into in these episodes. Now, let's go shortly through the mistakes that I see many artists doing out there. Um, and and later, uh, later in the episode, I'm going to share with you the three strategies that I want to share with you today um, around... Um, how to showcase your work in in the best way possible to connect with the clients, the opportunities, the the collaborators, and start the projects you want to start doing. Now, most of the many mistakes that I see, or I I see artists often doing the the following mistakes, which is they show all of the work they do, they show everything they have done and they currently do without editing and you might resonate with with this thing that i'm going to say right now but as creatives we have many different interests right as creatives we we are interested in well in my case i'm interested in lettering but i'm also interested in you know pottery and i might have experience experimented with this and that right and this is part of you know, our attitude. Uh, we have grown into a, a, a state of curiosity, which leads us into many different creative endeavors, right? However, the, sh the work that you show needs to be edited. You need to edit the work that you're showing um, so that someone that visits your website or checks your Instagram or goes onto your blog, um, gets an idea of what you're all about, gets an idea of what is the thing that you're trying to do? What is the, the main tool that you're using to create an impact with your work, right? So we know that you're very creative and most of us artists are have several creative endeavors, but the one thing that you need to show and show often is the one thing you want to get more of or you want to do more of and this is why editing your work is so important now this is a, a common mistake that i see 
artists doing that they they share everything they do they share um every single creative experiment they do they share it on their social networks or their website or uh their blog and it's fine to share your journey with others um you know as you share different creative endeavors uh, you may also share uh, other things that have to do with your life and personal stuff and family stuff right why not sharing your different creative endeavors but um what is important is that when it comes to attracting the opportunities that you want to attract and the clients that you want to attract, you need to give a clear message. You need to, at a first glance, explain to them what you're all about, what you can do for them, and you know, just be really clear about that message. So editing your work is very important. Now, another mistake that I see artists doing is that they show the work without context as, as a pretty picture. So if you scroll down their website, you just see pictures and you don't, you don't get to see the working context. No mock-up, no, um, no signification of what that thing is, right? Um, and I, I often say this to, to the members of my group coaching program where we work through, you know, creating a portfolio that really connects them with, um, with their ideal customers, um, that we need to, we need to put our work in context because we are not only creating pretty pictures for the sake of creating pretty pictures, but we are also creating tools for our customers to connect with their audiences that help them tell their stories, that help them um, sell their products. So if we are creating, let's say, a lettering piece for a packaging, we need to show that lettering piece in context. We need to see, we need to show our, um, or the visitors of our website or our Instagram account or whatever, whatever, whatever place we're showing, we're showcasing our work. Uh, we need to show our working context in a way that um, shows potential clients and collaborators what what is the work doing, what is that lettering that I created doing for my customer, for that person that um, commissioned me with that project, right? So. I see this happening often that when I go to the website of an artist or a, com a commercial illustrator that I see, I just see pretty pictures and I don't get to see the working context. So if it's a, a, an illustration for a, a magazine cover, I don't get to see the magazine cover or the illustration in the magazine cover. Uh, if it's an illustration for a, uh, a packaging or a product, I don't get to see the, the illustration in the, uh, on the packaging and the final product. Um, and there's also no explanation behind, um, behind that result. And I really think that as artists, we also need to put to the front the fact that we are not only like pretty picture makers but also that we are we can think conceptually that we can elaborate ideas and this is why giving your work or showcasing your work with context is so important giving an explanation why you came to this result can also give um, potential clients and uh, people checking out your work 
an idea of who you are, where you're coming from, and what you know, what is your way of thinking um, about a certain project. Another mistake that I, that I see artists often doing is that they post their work only on Instagram as the only way to get discovered. They, they really believe that the more time they invest on social media, if they get more, if they invest time in growing their following, they will be they will connect with more opportunities. They will find more clients. And I often say that Instagram is not necessarily the place where you will find your customers. Uh, Instagram is really like going for the wide for the wide audience. Whereas perhaps in the beginning you should be focusing more into connecting with. Um, with clients one-to-one instead of trying to show, you know, your work to a wider audience and hoping that some of this will end up being clients, right? I think that um, focusing on just a few clients and reaching out directly to them could be a much more um, productive strategy. So let's move on to the three things that you can start doing to show your work and attract your ideal customers, clients, assignments. Um, so number one, edit your work. Decide first what is the work that you want more of and get rid of the rest. Um, I know this is a hard decision because you probably have so many skills. You, you probably have done many things in the past that you're proud of and perhaps you don't want to do more of that um, and you want to pivot into another direction. I know I did. For instance, I was... I was uh, uh, a graphic designer, a traditional graphic designer for a long time, for over seven years. And I decided at some point to pivot into lettering. And it was really important to get rid of to or to leave behind um, my work as a graphic designer and give a clear message to the world that I was interested in doing lettering that I was good at doing lettering, and this is what I was all about, right? Um, and I know that sometimes this leads to rea- realizing that you don't have much to show um, in that specific area you want to go, but hey, that's a great chance to produce more intentional work, to say like, hey, wait, I want to go in this direction. Let's get some pieces of work um built in this direction, right? You can create those, those pieces of work even, um, even before having those client assignments, right? Um, and this is something that I advocate uh, among my students, I advocate for among my students in, the, in one of my programs, the lettering seminar, where, uh, which is my hand lettering program. I encourage them throughout the, the program to create their best lettering piece um, up until now, right? And I encourage them to create a portfolio piece that they will use to attract future opportunities in lettering, right? So realizing that you don't have so much to show in that direction that you want to go with your work, it is an opportunity for you to shape that direction. So don't get discouraged because uh, you, when you edit your work, you end up with just a few pieces. Uh, this is a, a great opportunity for you to build more um, or to create more intentional work that will connect with the, connect you with the right opportunities. Now, 
The strategy number two. So the strategy number one is edit the work. Decide which, which, in which direction you want to go with your work, which kind of work you want to do more of, and get rid of the rest. And if you don't have enough to showcase, produce more work. Strategy number two, give it a context. Explain briefly what the project is about. What, what, was, what was your line of thought? What was the concept behind that result, that thing that you created? Give us the deeds and show us that you're just much more than a pretty picture maker, right? Um, so give us, give us context. Show us what or tell us what was the line of thought that you followed to get to that result. Also, show the product in action. If you created a book cover, I want to see that design on the book cover. I want to see the final product. I want to, if I ideally I want to feel it, but if I don't get to touch the thing, I'd, I want to see how the final product looks like. So show us a pic of the book or create a mock-up. If you don't have a pic of the of the final product, create a mock-up. And if you don't have, um, let's say that you want to attract certain uh, assignments in publishing, for instance, create artwork that you can mock up onto book covers and put that on your website. In this way, is the this is the best way to connect with those people that will assign you with those projects, right? A an editor, a, an art director that works at a publishing house, they are looking, they are scouting for people that have book covers on their, on their portfolio. This is, this is what calls their attention. And if you want to attract those opportunities, you, you, you need to start using um, magnets for those people. And showcasing your work in a way that resonates with what they are looking for is the very first thing you need to start doing. The strategy number three, showcase the work um, where your ideal client will see it. Um, you know, it's going back to what I was saying before, I often see artists that are just starting. I see them investing a lot of time on IG and constantly creating art just to post on IG and investing a lot of time into creating content to post on IG. And as I was saying before, the, the, the truth is that in the very beginning, when, when, when you go wider or the wider you go, the less chances you, um, you have to reach your clients. So the wider your shots, um, the less control you have on the outcome. Whereas if you, if you start small and you make a list of the people you want to work with and you try to reach out to them in, in, in new ways, in ways that call their attention, sending an email, saying promotional, sending promotional material, calling them, um, just trying to connect one-to-one and starting conversations with that people will, um, would, get you much better results than just, you know, putting your work in the sea of social media and hoping that someone will see it. So, and also bear in mind that using social media is not for free in terms of the time that it requires. Sometimes, and you can relate to this, sometimes going onto social media to share your work means spending one time creating that post, 
uh, writing the 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 copy for the post and then spending another two hours just interacting with people and just going down the rabbit hole of social media. So what if you would be using that time to just connect with the identify your ideal clients or the people you want to work with and focusing your efforts on connecting into connecting with that people. Um, so those are the three strategies that I want to leave you with today. Just to wrap up, edit your work, decide what is the work that you want to be doing more of and get rid of the rest. And if you don't have enough to showcase, create more. Number two, give it a context. Show us first. Explain us what, how did you get to that, uh, to that result? How was your, you know, creative thinking behind your, the concept behind that image that you created? And also show us that, um, you know, when I say give it a context, explain us how did you get to the result, but also show us the result the actual product. If you created a book cover, show us the cover on a mock-up, on a, an actual book cover. If you created a packaging design, show us the packaging design on the packaging, right? Um, and strategy number two, showcase the work where your ideal clients will see it. And not, don't assume that social media is where your ideal client will go find your work. Sometimes showing, uh, showing your client, showing your work to clients directly and, um, you know, getting a meeting, a portfolio meeting with a client is much more productive than just creating work to post on social media. So I hope this strategy will help you, you know, start thinking about what are the things that you're doing, you're currently doing to, to put your work out there and what are the things that you could improve or you could be doing better, right? As I said before, or in the very beginning of the episode, doing great work is at the core of what we do. And it is great that you're already investing a lot of time into creating great work and getting really good at what you do. Now, getting nice onto your work and showing the world what you're capable of doing is really important for you to continue doing this and to, you know, attract the opportunities that you want to attract and create a business around your skills. So thank you so much for listening today and see you on the next episode of Open Studio. Bye-bye. So this is it. I hope you loved this episode. You can find me, the host of the show, on social networks at Martina Flor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast, where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. If you loved this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Martina Flores Open Studio. Bye-bye.